thank you for taking some time out of your day as we consider, continue to uh, uh, work our way into and through this marvelous book from the, the heart and mind of the Apostle Paul and certainly the inspiration of God's Holy Spirit, uh, this book of Ephesians. We are looking at verses 3 through 6 in chapter 1, uh, just kind of going back and uh, 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 looking at these things and thinking about these things, being challenged maybe uh, by some of the things that Paul has written uh, for us, uh, but hopefully encourage uh, uh, and being edified as uh, uh, what would be the term maybe we ruminate uh, upon uh, the, these things. So uh, let's read uh, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in uh, the beloved. And so we began to think yesterday about God's purpose uh, in uh, salvation, we talk about uh, uh, the reality of uh, making us holy and, and blameless. Uh, we see here uh, a second purpose that Paul uh, reveals to us is that uh, through the redemptive work of, of Jesus Christ, uh, we are adopted as the sons of God. Uh, that is that uh, uh, we have uh, the inheritance rights of the firstborn, namely of Jesus Christ. And, and Paul touched on it in, in, in verse 3 uh, when he begins with this word of praise, this word of doxology, again a doxology rooted very deeply in, in theology. Uh, again, the, the, one of the purposes of Theology, again, a right understanding of God, a right study of God is doxology, uh, that we would praise him as he is for who he is and what he has done. Okay, And if, if, uh, if we do not rightly understand God, then we cannot rightly worship God. Uh, if we don't rightly know God, we will actually worship God a God, but it will not be the God who has revealed himself uh, in the Bible as uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we want to understand him so that we rightly worship the right God. And so Paul can speak of uh, blessing uh, God, again, uh, naming uh, the father and the son here in that first verse and uh, testifying to the fact that because of what God has done for us through his son, Jesus Christ, that we are granted every spiritual blessing. Now, he also says that's in the heavenly places. And I've, I think I've mentioned any number of times uh, that is such a perplexing verse and concept to me. And uh, I, I ask... Uh, uh, one of the greatest theologians, church historians, Bible scholars uh, in the church today, Dean Timothy George at Beeson Divinity School, like, 
he, he did a Bible study for us years ago on Ephesians, and I'm like, what does this mean? And uh, he, it, it, uh, I think it kind of uh, uh, flummoxed him a bit that uh, maybe he had never really done a deep dive in, into that particular uh, phrase. But because of Christ, God treats us as sons. And while I, I'm not even sure exactly all that entails, uh, it certainly entails that we're no longer the children of Satan, uh, we're no longer slaves to sin, uh, we're actually uh, the children of God, the sons of God. We have uh, the very right of access, the privilege of speaking to one who wants us to think of him as our benevolent uh, Heavenly Father. And that uh, comes to us again because of Christ, okay, because of the work of Christ. God sees us as sons because we're in Christ, because of Christ, the, the person and the work of Christ. And uh, uh, we're certainly not in heaven as of yet, but we are sons of God. We're citizens of his uh, kingdom. Uh, we, uh, in a very real sense, rule and reign with him. We still have uh, the responsibility uh, to, uh, to rule and subdue the earth uh, by means of the, of the gospel. Uh, all of these things are implications of what it means to be the, the sons of God. And so, uh, uh, because through Christ or in Christ we have been made acceptable, God receives us as uh, his sons, and uh, while there are great benefits in this life to, to being a son of God, to being a, a believer, certainly uh, the fullest appreciation and the fullest apprehension of all of this means awaits the day uh, when we see our Savior, uh, when the, the shackles of uh, mortality and sin are removed from us, and uh, we shall behold him and we shall see him as he is because we shall be like him. So all of those things are great things that we get a taste of in this life because of the seal of the Holy Spirit, the fact that we see the kingdom and it's here among us even now, uh, and we are citizens and sons. And so again, uh, another purpose of what God uh, is accomplishing in our salvation uh, through his son Jesus. I pray that this is a blessing to your day and look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.